Let's talk about The Courier. The Courier is a new historical drama directed by Dominic Cook. It stars Benedict Cumberbatch, and it also stars Rachel Brosnahan, Jesse Buckley, Angus Wright. This is a cerebral, low-key kind of espionage Cold War thriller. It has a lot of nods and winks to uh, films of a different era. Uh, one of the films I was thinking about, or recent films I was thinking about watching this movie, was definitely Bridge of Spies. And it's, it's its whole deal of like kind of wrestling with the relationship between the uh, America and the UK with Russia, the Soviet Union at the time during the Cold War. This movie takes place in the 1960s during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And it centers around a true story of a British businessman who tries to help MI6 get a bunch of intel uh, about the Soviet nuclear program during the Cold War through a Russian source named Oleg Pinkovsky, who's codenamed Ironbark. And that is why the film was originally called Ironbark. It premiered at Sundance last year to pretty solid reviews. It's coming out now through Lionsgate in the United Kingdom and roadside attractions in the US. You can watch it now, and I think uh, it's going to be hitting the UK uh, I think in May, so it's it's not everywhere yet. But if you can watch it, it is. If you can watch it uh, right now, I think it's just the U.S. and maybe a few other territories. But okay, what do you think of the Courier? Will you saw this uh, not as recently as I did, right? Yeah, I saw this one a couple weeks ago. I actually saw this a little bit before I saw. I went to Sundance or not Sundance, um, South by Southwest. So yeah, maybe like two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's been kind of hitting theaters and select and drive-ins and all of that fun stuff. But what would you think of the movie? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, by and large, I did. Um, the way I described it to you was that it's kind of like if the informant, the, um, Steven Soderbergh film from a few years ago, if that was told in the style of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, um, that's, I think kind of the tone of it though. I know you were saying that it is also reminiscent of Bridge of Spies, which is uh, a film I guess I just don't have as uh, close to my memory as those other films. So um, I guess make it that what you will. But um, yeah, I mean, I think what works really well is that this is the type of film that I think plays to Benedict Cumberbatch's strengths as an actor and that a lot of films lately have been, I can see him like kind of trying to push out of his uh, wheelhouse a little bit, experiment a little bit more. And I think some roles work and some don't. But I think this type of role where he's like kind of like, you know, like a pencil pusher, but he's also... Like, you know, he he has like a moral conscience, like he he knows what's right and what's wrong. But he also, you know, he has his faults and he, he can't really do everything right. But he is fairly charismatic and he can like win people over at the same time. But he is like easily befuddled and kind of like in over his head. And I think uh, Bennett Cumberbatch is good at playing like dweebs like that as opposed to like something else. <laughs> um, and I, I think as a starring vehicle for him, it works pretty well. I, I do. I think. What holds me back from being an outright good film is that the last, I want to say like 25 minutes, become a different type of film. And it's not to say that that story isn't worth telling. I think, you know, because it is part of the story, I understand why they felt so much time to devote it. But it feels like Tom Hooper took over for that segment. And it becomes like this kind of weird, like Oscar bait type film. And not... It doesn't become bad, but it just becomes a lesser film than I think it was during the more stylistic kind of style bits, where it's like kind of darkly comedic. It had kind of like a 
like wry tone and i think that was a little bit more appealing and fun than what we got at the end but um i'm not quite sure where you land on the film i'm curious yeah you know i i have a hard time saying anything too extreme about this movie i I think that it it, it's there's nothing about it that i think is bad necessarily but i don't think there's anything about it that is all that great either it's kind of pretty middling in every possible way my biggest issue with it is that it's just kind of stiff a lot of the movie has just a very low, low energy to it. A British film. And there's just a lot of scenes that I, I just couldn't, I don't know, yeah. there, there wasn't a lot of verve. There wasn't a lot of just yeah. the, the tension. I wasn't I wasn't feeling that all the time, I guess, even though I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be so hooked and so nervous about what's going to happen with these characters that just didn't really happen here, even though I, I cared about the characters for sure. I care a lot about... Uh, the main two guys in this, uh, played by Benedict Cumberbatch and um, uh, I forget, uh, Angus Wright, where I just think that like, or not Angus Wright, excuse me, um, uh, Marab, N- I, I can never pronounce his last name, but Ninzi, I apologize. Um, he, he's great. He's in uh, Nowhere in Africa. But uh, watching them on screen together is I think the best thing about this movie, like their friendship that kind of grows in this and just like the sort of hard-boiled nature of their their back and forth uh, there's a scene in here with like that calls on black swan that i think is really effective and they're they're the movie right but then there's just other times where they try to bring in other characters who just aren't as interesting i think rachel brosnahan i i like rachel brosnahan a lot I, as an actress i think she's really talented in this movie i think she is just not very good and I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion, but I just did not see how her character brought anything authentic to this. I, I just felt like she was like this American character inserted into a movie that is otherwise British. And I just thought it was unnecessary. Like, you, I don't know, there's this whole thing between, because she's a CIA officer, there's this whole thing where she is like kind of the like heart of a dynamic with a an MI6 agent and... I just felt like it was a, an unnecessary addition to the movie or one that just didn't ring as true. Maybe they, there was a way they could have done it better. And then there's Jesse Buckley. I love Jesse Buckley. You know this, Will. Jesse Buckley is one of my favorite actors working right now. And I, I just, I hate the character. I hate the way this character is written. The performance is spot on, but just what happens with her character and the decisions and things she says and what they put this character through, I just did not respond well to it. Uh, so th- those are all my big negative things, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that she kind of gets to play a certain stock type of character that, that really doesn't play to her strengths. We just saw her recently, and like I'm thinking of ending things, along with many other things, where it's clear that she is such a you know dyma- dynamic and strong actress and to have her play you know like a character that feels like something reminiscent of like the 90s at this point is a uh, you know it's, it's kind of insulting for someone who is clearly a lot more talented than the role that she was given here but at the same time i, I think i am i guess a little bit more favorable to this film just because i do like this just a fairly stylish uh no nonsense sort of uh 
uh, button down spy thriller. Like, it, you know, it, it knows what it's going for. It's definitely like a film that's made for adults and it makes no pretensions about it. But at the same time, like I said, I feel like if it weren't for those last few minutes, I think it could have been a lot stronger, a lot more stylistically distinct. And I just feel like those last few minutes just feel like uh, a lesser film, like another filmmaker kind of took over and did something that wasn't quite as interesting as what came before. Now, obviously, I think there's good, in, like, there's a good film to mine from that, that story and like what happens from that point. But I just don't think it really gels well with what was happening before there. And it just doesn't, it makes the film kind of uneven, unfortunately, in a way that I wasn't anticipating from the onset. And uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think by and large, quality wise, it's closer to the middle. But I had a good enough time or appreciate enough of this that I would give it a kind and, uh, you know, ad- admirable kind of B minus. We're actually we're not far off. I'm a B minus as well. I just haven't I, I think that I was maybe like overdoing my negative here. But I, I do want to say Cumberbatch, he's the reason to see this. He just he does bring like a humanity and a sincerity to the performance. And I was invested in him. And even though I was frustrated by other things in this movie, by no means does it fail to sort of do what it's trying to do, which is, I think, a difficult thing. It's difficult to make the Cold War interesting. There's no exciting set pieces. There's no like gunfights or anything like that. They have to make conversations and shady rooms interesting. And they do it. They do pull off some of that. They pull off like how intimidating the KGB is, the surveillance state. They they manage to make all of that stuff loom over these characters just not in a way that i thought was tense enough for me to be uh fully into a film that otherwise would be a prestige drama that we would be we would be talking about for oscars i think that it just sort of misses the mark on that so but still a b minus i mean it is very competent and well made and yeah definitely nothing to sniff at yeah i mean it, it reminds me of the type of films that i would like to watch at like the more ritzy theater on like a saturday afternoon for a matinee like like a 2 30 right. show or something like that back in theater times where like you know y- you'll probably be in there with like maybe like four grandmas and you know like their respective partners and literally just... me and like yeah like 20 like people in there above the age of 60 right and you know everyone you know kind of keeps themselves like you can kind of hear ruffling from like a like uh cough drop or something halfway through the film but everyone's kind of quiet just keeping to themselves and the movie's over and you're just like yeah it was pretty good i like that benedict cumberbatch and you know you just yeah how offensive is that offensive that was very offensive to me why is that not how grandma charades talks oh was that was that grandma charades i don't know was it i thought that was just a grandma like a like old lady i liked the grandma charades what are you doing here i just watched this new movie called the courier i haven't seen you in a while yeah, we actually haven't had we haven't had a talk in a while. You usually talk to my friend Mr. Millennial, but this is just me, Will. Oh, I can't stand <laughs> that Mr. Millennial. He Why always drops me off at the movie theater without money for concessions. Oh, geez, that's that's very inconsiderate. I'm gonna give the courier a C minus. Oh wow, that's pretty pretty strongly negative. I didn't anticipate liberal that. propaganda. Oh wow, okay, so you got a bias against this film. Well. I do. It says that the Cuban Missile Crisis was solved by MI6. Hmm. But that's not the case at all. It was America, baby. All right. Do you have some time? We can talk about this a little bit more if you want to share your thoughts. No, I have to get going to Gold's Gym to get my vaccine shot. Oh, that's good. Wow, that was weird. Who was that? Where'd you go, John? 
Um, I don't know. This like lady barged in and told me I had to wait outside. So <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you got out. That just happened. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I caught up with a good friend of mine, uh, Grandma Charade. So it was nice to catch her again. I didn't oh. expect to see her again. That's pretty fun. Um, yeah. But I've, can we talk about the courier? I, I know this, this is what we're supposed oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, now. yeah. You have some more to say about that? Um, not not too much. I just think as a historical drama, it, it does its job and does it fine. And yeah, if I I would see this kind of in a similar circumstance, like in the you know in a matinee showing, I'd walk out of it, probably forget most of the movie in a while, and then someone will, someone's going to bring this movie up in a couple of years and be like, well, yeah, remember Cumberbatch and the Courier? And I'm going to be like, no. And then they're going to be like, no, you saw that movie, John. You talked about it. And yeah, that's yeah. It, it'll play, go about play the tape. Way. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That that sounds about right. So a double B minus from the boys and yeah, the boys. Uh, B for British. Yeah. B minus mm-hmm. for British minus. Yeah. And uh, uh, Grandma Shreds, you weren't around. She gave it a C minus. So she was a little bit more negative than us. Wow. Why? Uh, it's the whole weird. thing. You can you can listen back to the tape. Okay. It's a whole thing. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.